Hello, hello, and welcome to another fabulous episode of Unstoppable Rise, a resource that helps motivated individuals press on towards the mark of self-actualization using, of course, a blended tool set of old school wisdom and new tactics to help achieve this end. My name is Sim, and today we're going to be diving deeper into Cornerstone. Hello everyone, Happy New Year and Happy 2022. I hope everyone's year is getting off to a decent start. Um, But today, I am really excited because Cornerstone. Cornerstone has been out for about a week now and I really want to talk about it. So, (laughs) let's talk about it. So Cornerstone's been out for almost a week, and we've got some people currently taking the course. They love it. I think it's awesome, and I'm really surprised at who latched onto the course. And I guess this is kind of what it feels like when you have a child, but not really. (laughs) But I first want to start off with how Cornerstone came to be, and then we'll get into more specifics on what it is, if it's right for you, and if it is right for you what you can expect from the program. So simply put, Cornerstone is the culmination of over a decade's worth of material in self-development and self-improvement. And those of you who listen to the show regularly or have been getting my emails know that I have been actively involved in self-improvement since 2011, which feels like a lifetime ago at this point, which it was. I was in college back then. And comparing myself now to then, I'm almost unrecognizable to myself, even physically. And if I were to go back to 2011 and tell that version of myself what I'd become today, I probably wouldn't believe it. I may have sort of believed it, but not entirely. But anyway, that's where I started. And my gateway to self-development came through Meditations by Marcus Aurelius, which some of you are familiar with. So stoicism. And from there, I started getting into the nuances of other concepts like personal productivity, business psychology, and interaction between the subconscious and conscious mind, and even more esoteric stuff that I won't get into here. But keep in mind, back in 2011, and I'd say 2011 to 2013 for me, because that's when I was still in college, I graduated in 2013. But those time periods, that there weren't really any large-scale ways to really get information into your life. I mean, you had stuff like forums, which helped. You had stuff like Reddit, which I never used. You had social media. Social media was different back then. Social media was just more of a um, sharing platform between friends, but it wasn't anything like a content creator economy like it is now. Um, Twitter was obviously still around, but Twitter back then was nothing like it is now. But yeah, there weren't anything like Quora or Medium, which I know a lot of you listen or uh, read, right? So also YouTube. YouTube wasn't as huge as it is now. So the information you got during those times, in terms of this stuff, 
like self-development, self-improvement, was largely relegated to Google searches or hearing other things from other people, which is how I got involved in self-development. So, like I said, 2013 is when I graduated college and I started going to the quote-unquote real world. And with the money I had from working my job, I used it to pay my student loans, pay my car, buy food, and whatever else was left over, I would use on personal development. And I was lucky enough to still be living at home at that time, so I didn't have rent to pay. But I used that discretionary budget on improving myself. And then in 2015, going to 2016, that's when I started Unstoppable Rise. I started Unstoppable Rise. It had an earlier iteration in 2015. I'd say 2014, but it wasn't as robust as it would be when I started fleshing out the concept in later 2015, early 2016. And Unstoppable Rise was really a creation to have a place to talk about this stuff and to really get my slant on certain self-development modalities. And this was before I found out about Quora. And writing on Quora is something I started doing later in 2016. So as the years went on, I started to have more lessons, more experiences, and subconsciously, in the back of my awareness, I was organizing all this information into a blueprint. But they say that you learn best by teaching, and obviously I was doing that some way in Unstoppable Rise and on Quora and also talking about this in real life. So subconsciously, my brain started to organize all these into a pattern. Disparate concepts from various sources started connecting. I started seeing patterns in real life. And this was the craziest part to me. It was when I started to see the concept I read about and learned about appear in various ways in real life. And I'm just like, huh, that's interesting. Because there's one thing to say about reading about this stuff. It's a completely different to say about actually living it. And then one day it all clicked for me. Like this was probably about five, five years ago. And it was just like, boom, got it. It's like a thunderbolt from the heavens. And from then on, you know, I just dissolve, I just resolved to dedicate my life and my lifestyle towards achieving the most possible out of this one life I was given. And that was the paradigm shift because I never had that mindset before. But how did I know this happened? Well, two things happened in my life over a period of time to let me know that, yeah, your mental space has shifted. So the first one would be when I got laid off in 2017 for my second, well, you can count it third job at the time, but I got laid off from that and please, please reserve your tears. It was a situation that was better for everybody. We all saw it coming because the company wasn't doing that well, but on the side, I was building up skills and that's when I decided to expand my consulting practice for marketing consulting and business consulting. That's what I did back in 2017 to 2018. While in addition, writing on Quora and also writing on Unstoppable Rise. And during that time, the previous version of me, the one that was the college version, I would say, that person would have went home and felt sad for a day or for a week. But I now had a new mindset driving me, one that I developed from creating my new paradigm. And I remember when I 
got laid off, the day after I got laid off, I remember driving back home in my car and then I was thinking, okay, here's where we start climbing the mountain. Here's where we start formulating stuff. Here's where we start scraping things together. Here's the big push. So that was my mindset then driving me and it worked out well for me. And from that point on, I just decided I was going to be the hardest and most productive worker in the room. I already was a hard worker at, at times. I would get flashes of inspiration here and there. There would be times where I would feel motivated and be like a man on fire for like two weeks or a month or so. But then after that, I would just sort of coast a little bit. I had and I still have natural talent and ability in many areas that a lot of people struggle with. So there were many times in my life where I just never really tried at all. Um, I just decided to just coast because I was like, whatever, you know, I'm just going to do that. But the paradigm shift was, <clears throat> you know, I'm just going to work hard all the time. I'm just going <laughs> to work hard all the time. And I knew that if I wanted to push towards self-actualization, that mindset of sometimes taking it easy had to take a backseat. So it did, and I resolved to bust my ass day in and day out until the day I dropped dead, which will hopefully be many years from now. But that was the mindset shift that helped me know that these concepts were sticking because before I got into self-improvement, there was none of that. It was just like, okay, what is the easiest, fastest way to get this done so we can just enjoy life? And I still want to enjoy life, but that's not my main mindset driving me anymore. It's obviously pushing towards seeing everything that I'm capable of, which is self-actualization, right? So the second, <clears throat> the second point that made me know that this new mindset had locked in is when I made a firm decision to create separation. And this was in the fall of 2016, so this was before I got laid off. And this could be seen as the first mindset shift, but really this is something that took place over a period of time, and it had many nuances and gradations, which is why I put it afterwards, because it's not just something you just flick of a switch, say, hey, I'm going to just decide to separate myself. No, it's something that you can make a decision, but really untangling yourself from these mindsets and paradigms and worldviews you created over a certain period of time is not done in a day, right? So separation. And what I mean by that is exactly what it sounds like, creating space between you and the people, things, and places, activities that you know and used to do. You do that intentionally selfishly, shamelessly. And I've already talked about this in the episode on the power of isolation, but I'll go a bit deeper into it here. So what did this involve? So, for example, if you think of someone who's a superstar athlete or someone who's just at the top of their game, killing it in different areas, you think about someone in business and their finances and their relationships and whatever, whatever it is, whatever field, whatever endeavor you can think about, so in order for that person to get to that level, to get to that pinnacle point, they simply cannot think the same way a majority of people do. They just can't because thoughts lead to words, which lead to actions, which lead to destiny. So for myself, that's when I realized that in order to get 
close to this point of quote unquote self actualization i cannot live my manner in the i cannot live my life in the manner that most people lived it and that's pretty simple and one minor aspect of this is when i realized that a lot of the people i had in my life were just there out of convenience as sad as that is to say and they were there just because it was quote unquote good enough and i'm talking about friendships and people who take you for granted because they think you'll always be there, right? So in order to create this separation, first phase of this, I just just cut off many people. Like, I literally stopped talking to many people overnight. Some people reached out, but many did not. And that's something I learned over the years, is that anyone can be a friend when the times are good, when the inebriation is going, when there's good feelings, when there's not much on the line. But when financial crisis hits, there's deaths in the family, relationship breakdowns, health issues, the things that bring life into stark relief. Look how few friends are around. So in these times, you'll know the people who are legit and the people who are full of shit. And don't get me wrong, like I said, I still want to make friends. I'm an extroverted person by nature. But I only resolve to accept only the highest quality relationships in my life. Because you don't need good, you need great. Which, by default, is separating yourself from the pack. Because, let's be honest, many people just accept what's given to them. Friends, relationships, jobs, situations, etc. A lot of people live their lives by default. Lives of quiet desperation, as Thoreau would say. So I decided to say, fuck that, and I try my best to extract all I can from life. And the mindset I developed over the years helped me to do that, the bulletproof mindset, as I call it. So what's the point in me telling these two turning points for me? Well, these things were solidified by the congealed mindset of self-development that suddenly clicked for me. Instead of making excuses, I started to make progress. Instead of feeling sorry for myself, I started to take action. Instead of just flying by the seat of my pants, I started to become more strategic and regimented. And instead of running away from challenges, I started looking for them. All these things were part of the paradigm shift towards self-actualization. And now everything that I do in my life is intended to help me unlock as much of my potential as possible. Everything is pointing towards that. Now, to someone who does not even have hints of this mindset, this sounds terrible. Why not blame someone else for where you are? Why not just free ball then? Why not let someone handle the hard stuff? Why not just make excuse after excuse after excuse? That's the mindset a lot of people have, and it leads to a life of misery and extreme unhappiness because you have no power. So this leads perfectly into the point of this whole episode. Who is Cornerstone for? Simply put, Cornerstone is not for everyone. It's just not. It's not for people who don't want to use the information. It's not for people who want to be entertained. It's not for people who are content living a life of underachievement. It's not for people who don't want to create separation. And if that's you, then the course will probably irritate the shit out of you because it exposes you to things that you probably don't want to hear. Because to be honest, if you do the things outlined in the cornerstone, you're going to be different. And different sticks out, it scares people. Most 
quote unquote normal people do not go about thinking about the concepts outlined in Cornerstone for much of their lives. But if you are someone who is gritting their teeth and pressing towards the peak, towards the mountaintop, so to speak, if you are someone who wants to learn and digest a strong self-development foundation, someone who doesn't mind being different, then yeah, Cornerstone's probably for you. So if you're a latter person, why Cornerstone? Well, Cornerstone, like I said, is the distillation of over a decade's worth of a deep dive in self-improvement principles into a course under four hours. That's the main summary. Because I've already done all the heavy lifting for you. I've read all the books. I've done the methods. I've experimented. I've failed. I've succeeded. I've had incredible triumphs and experiences. And the summary of all of that is contained in Cornerstone. Because let's be honest. You don't have time. You just don't have time. Sure, you could piece all of this stuff together with every article that I've written on Unstoppable Rise every answer I've written on Quora, every publication I've been featured in, every piece of self-development that I've recommended. And you could do that, and that's your right. But what about your life? You want to live your life. You want to be social. You want to enjoy it. You want to do you. Cornerstone allows you to have that and digest self-improvement at the same time. You can learn... These self-development principles, apply them to your life, and then start building your foundation from there. You don't have to be a hermit and sit in your little cave thumbing through self-improvement concepts for years. I've already done that. Learn the material, implement it, and move on with your life. That's why the tagline for Cornerstone is, build your cornerstone. Build your cornerstone. Not your parents, not your friends, not mine. Build yours. And you do that from taking the principles in Cornerstone which are not mine, by the way, right? These principles are old and they show up in different places in the globe in different time periods. I'm just the messenger taking them and serving them through how I see it and how I've used it. So that's why it's important to learn from these and formulate them to fit you. Again, build your cornerstone. So what's in cornerstone? In the normal version of the course, there's four modules, psychology, Philosophy, productivity, and progression, just like the site headers on the Stubble Rise. Each of these modules centers around a core aspect of the human experience. So psychology, psychology is at the core of everything we do, allows us to know ourselves, know others, and know the world. And the beginning of Cornerstone is an entire module exploring your own personal mental landscape and how that affects everything around you. Then we go into philosophy, the question what is the meaning or purpose of life has occupied the thoughts of some of the most brilliant minds in history and cornerstone will help you construct a pragmatic insightful and an individual answer to this question productivity productivity is responsible for everything of value in our lives however it doesn't happen by default you just need to learn the foundational mindset behind it and cornerstone will teach you that mindset and progression we all crave growth in our lives, but it isn't always easy to achieve, especially if you don't have a framework. Cornerstone will teach you the elemental nature of progression so you can build your own framework and have perennial growth year after year after year. And in the extras version of Cornerstone, I take a tactile look at 16 unique areas in life and self-improvement and dissect them and I go into how to apply the teachings of Cornerstone to them. 
So I also want to say that I'll be closing the doors to Cornerstone on Friday, February 11th, so I can focus on the progression and implementation of the students who are already going through the course. I can't honestly say when I'll open it back up, but it's not going to be anytime soon. So if you want to lock in, lock in now. So I know that was a lot of information, but I've left a link to more information in the description of this podcast episode. So you can check it out if you're someone who's more of a reader rather than a listener. So I'll close out with this. In my lifetime, I probably spent in the neighborhood of $5,000 on things meant to improve myself. And I'm talking anything from books to courses to audiobooks to specific pieces of equipment. And I've also spent a ton of money on stuff like clothes, drinks, dates, miscellaneous purchases, and the list goes on and on of all the nonsense I spent money on in my early 20s, early to mid 20s. And now I've given a lot of books away and self-development stuff away, not necessarily because I didn't want them, but because it was more of a space thing for me. And also gave away a ton of clothes and other stuff that I bought as well. But guess what? I don't regret a single penny of the money I spent on bettering myself, whereas I'm kicking myself even when thinking back on some of the dumb nonsense that I spent money on. And we all want to live our lives with no regrets, but unfortunately for many of us, there will be regrets. And they're usually things we didn't do. So my hope is that not enrolling in Cornerstone isn't one of yours. So that's it for me. I hope this was a good breakdown of Cornerstone and why I decide to make it. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I hope to see you in Cornerstone very soon. So until next time, take care, and of course, remember to build your Cornerstone. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in and listening in. I truly appreciate your support and your attention. It means a lot. If you like this content, go ahead and like the content. Go ahead and share the content with at least two other people you think would benefit. It doesn't hurt to spread the good stuff around, right? And if you're listening in on iTunes, go ahead and rate the show with a honest rating. This will definitely help the show grow. And I truly appreciate your feedback. So until next time, stay good. Take care of yourself. Take care of other people. And peace.